Hello. Today I couldn't resist. I found an article that stumbled in that talks about what is referred to as the Southern Ocean. Um, and it's most of the time we tend to focus on what's around us. So a lot of what we've been hearing when we talk about the gyres is uh, the stretch of water between West USA and Hawaii. A lot of that. Uh, we also get to hear a lot about the Mediterranean because that's where we are, and we get to hear a lot about the stretch of water between Europe and the east coast of the USA. And we get to hear on the, the effects of climate, the effects of pollution, and so on. But um, unless you are in the southern part of the world, as we say, um, you wouldn't necessarily pay so much attention. We did get a lot of information on the Indian Ocean as we understood the interdependence of, uh, between and the correlation between different effects of climate change and consequences. When we spoke about the fires in Australia, we spoke about the floods in um, East Africa. And this is an uh, article is going to be actually talking about the Southern Ocean and its importance. And it comes from The Guardian and it's titled, Without the Southern Ocean, We Cannot Survive on Earth. Our research must wait no longer. Authored by Nathan Bindoff, B-I-N-D-O-F-F. -F. I, I, I think it's important, and um, it also reminds us of the importance of each and every element within the composite of topics and oceans that we should refer to as one ocean. But if we look at the fact that something on the other side of the planet has a dire consequence or a fantastic opportunity in many ways for the rest of the planet, we should know it and we should see where can we be a part of the solution. So here is the article. We're racing to keep up with the pace of change as a future arrives faster than we predicted. To protect Antarctica and the Southern Ocean is to protect humanity's future on this planet. That may sound overdramatic until you appreciate this region's crucial role in the global climate system. The Southern Ocean is the pump that ventilates most of the world's deep oceans. It nurtures unique wildlife and feeds fisheries and stores carbon and absorbs heat. Without its free services, the planet would be unlivable for us. The ice sheet covering East Antarctica holds most of the Earth's glacier's ice, with enough potential sea level rise to, if it melted, utterly transform our coastline and engulf our cities. Every fraction of a degree of warming, every ton of carbon emitted, matters. This is the critical decade for decisions to avoid tipping points in Antarctica and the Southern Ocean that affect the entire world. The mission of the Australian Antarctic Program Partnership at the University of Tasmania is to undertake collaborative science that informs timely policy responses to climate change. We need every opportunity to get ships on the Southern Ocean, probes under ice shelves, sensors onto seals, instruments into the water and satellites over sea ice to get the information needed. <clears throat> if all went according to plan, Right now, Australia's icebreaker, RSV Nuyina, 
would be a floating laboratory gliding through sea ice off the Antarctic coast on a 60-day science mission. There would have been more than 50 Australian and international scientists measuring under, inside and above the ice to understand how the ocean, ice and atmosphere are interacting. In the winter just gone, when an area larger than Western Australia failed to freeze, we would have been bearing witness to what we suspect is a significant regime shift in the Southern Ocean. But plans changed, the ship was not available and the voyage was cancelled. The last time Australia had scientists on the sea ice in East Antarctica was 10 years ago. Now, as satellites monitor the most drastic changes since records began, we need to be sure we can get boots in the snow for future years. Such essential research should not be cancelled or deferred indefinitely. It's urgently needed. We can't afford to be taken by surprise by abrupt changes in such a reliable seasonal cycle and important life support system as the annual freeze and melt of Antarctic sea ice. One icebreaker doubling as a cargo ship is not enough for the scale of scientific research required. These were some of the issues discussed at the public hearings of the Senate Inquirer into Australian Antarctic Division funding. Many submissions expressed the frustrating urgency of the situation we find ourselves in, while rapid climate-related shifts are happening in Antarctic and Southern Ocean systems. We're unable to properly observe them and figure out what's going on. A global conference in Hobart of 300 scientists from 25 nations pointed out that the chronic lack of observations for the Southern Ocean challenges our ability to detect and assess the consequences of change. Hobart-based scientists are world leaders in knowledge about all kinds of Antarctic ice and their roles. The mobile ice pack, the landfast ice and ice shelves attached to the coast, which buttress the thick ice sheet and glaciers on land and hold back sea level rise. For decades, our work has been influential in the deliberations of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change and the development of targets to limit warming below 2 degrees Celsius. We're racing to keep up with the pace of change and ensure we understand the magnitude of impacts for a future arriving faster than we predicted. In November, some of our oceanographers will set sail on the CSIRO research ship RV Investigator for the Antarctic Circumpolar Current. This is the strongest current on Earth, swirling around Antarctica to form a boundary between warm northern and cold polar waters that blocks heat from being carried polewards. While the voyagers measure the properties of the ocean inside the current, a satellite will measure the surface from the space to explore how gateways in the current allow heat to leak through and melt the ice. Our glaciologists are part of the field camp at Denham Glacier this summer to examine what's happening on both the floating ice shelf and in the ocean underneath. And early next year, a two-month voyage will travel to the edge of the Antarctic ice to investigate the Southern Ocean as a climate influencer from all angles, from the productivity of its plankton to the formation of clouds. It looks as though the Southern Ocean is shifting gear, but we don't yet know where it's heading and what that means for us. That's where our research comes in. But we do know that the only way to maintain the cryosphere, the frozen parts of Earth, is to urgently reduce greenhouse gas emissions and stop global heating. So this was authored by Professor Nathan Bindoff 
a physical oceanographer and who coordinates the lead author of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Reports. He leads the Australian Antarctic Program Partnerships at the University of Tasmania. That was a very nice illustration. I hope you've enjoyed it. The article is available in The Guardian. And uh, a little more awareness for uh, this morning. Thank you very much for listening. Until the next recording.